0: Welcome to the Fairview Baptist Church Discipleship Podcast. This is a resource designed to help the covenant members of Fairview Baptist Church carry out our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Joshua Johnston, and today I'm joined by two special guests, Josh and Tracy Benfield. Welcome, guys. Hey, what's happening? Hey. Well, in full confession, I actually scheduled you guys just so I had the honor of getting to hang out with you. Now, I already know that you are the coolest people in the church. Uh, but for those that don't know that, what are a few things that you would want people to know about you?
1: Uh, yeah, that we are the coolest people in church. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't know. We uh, Tracy and I met at a camp uh, that we worked at together, and we got married uh, 16 years ago. Um, and I've been in student ministry for about 20 years. Um, and one of the things that we love to go love to do as a family is to go camping. We bought a camper earlier this year we love to get to do that and I also love to play board games um, Tracy what about you
2: well I do not love to play board games me <laughs> but <either>. I <laughs> do it <laughs> um, for the sake of you and my kids because they love it um, I do not like technology um, for the most part this makes me a little uncomfortable um, so I rely on Josh for everything when it comes to technology or Wyatt actually he's been trained well yeah he has i'm very thankful for that
1: discipleship um,
0: <laughs> the most important <laughs> right? Yes.
2: but yeah there's not a whole lot about me
0: yeah you know what i i have to say to uh, in response to that uh-huh. you guys are so cool
2: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> yes <laughs> i
0: think now everybody else will see it too yeah it's clear <laughs> it's very clear now <laughs> well uh today's podcast it's an extremely important one um I think, especially for me and my, my household, and so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to be talking about student ministry, and in honor of that, and in jest of Josh, I actually have a special gift for you guys. Uh-oh. So uh, you guys can talk amongst yourselves, kind of guess what it might be, and let me go
1: get it. Yeah, I am terrified to know what it might be. Um, do you have any ideas? <laughs> It's a, nope. I, I grew up in the kind of church where you get a perfect attendance badge for coming to church.
2: We but, do not get that one. But I
1: missed this past Sunday because <laughs> I threw my back out. So, Oh, it's a pizza oh. <laughs> because that's what I'm good at doing in student ministry. You are a student
0: pastor. And uh, from what I heard, Tracy loves pizza. Oh my,
2: that is not one of my favorite foods yet. I get to eat it all the time at youth.
0: (laughs) That is part of the burden that she bears. Yes. (laughs) Well, on a more serious note, uh, here we are. It's early in 2021. Uh, So what does this year look like uh, ministry-wise for student ministry?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And, and, you know, last year was super different, right? And, you know, so everything that we had planned was, was different. But, but I think one of the things, Joshua, you know this, and I think a lot of our church members do as well, but my philosophy of student ministry has always been uh, about making the student ministry part of the church, not a separated kind of silo, right? And, and with that in mind, our focus this year is just like the rest of the church to read through the New Testament, uh, so in life group on Sunday mornings we're going to go through the Foundations uh, book, the, the New Testament Foundations book, with the rest of the church, and on Wednesday night, actually starting uh, in January, we will be teaching through selected parts of the New Testament that that line up with the Foundations book. So uh, you know, we we may also do a separate week or series on Wednesday nights now and then, but the general goal of what we're hoping to do this year is walk through the New Testament together as a group. Um, now, outside of that, events like mission trips and fall retreat are still super up in the air right now until we know more about COVID and what the summer will look like. But but I think in general, our focus is going to be walking through the New Testament together. Well, that's awesome. Tracy, do you have anything to add to that?
2: Um, yeah, I think um, one of the things that we really value in our youth is um, just building a community where everyone feels loved and accepted, um, where we're able to honor and value the differences that God has created in each, each and every person that's there. Um, and we've worked really hard at that, um, sometimes through Josh making fun of those differences, but that is a good Never. thing. <laughs> but it, it's good because we can see the, just the beauty of God's design and how everyone's so different. So I guess I could say that we have been able to see that in our high school girls. So I work with high school girls on Sunday mornings, um, which I absolutely love. Um, And we have really been able to see their different personalities shine in there. Um, It is so such a very different group of girls. (laughs) We have some really shy ones. Some not-so-shy ones. We've got some athletic girls. We've got some non-athletic girls. We've got every variety, I feel like, in there, and yet they feel loved. They feel Mm -hmm. accepted. Um, They really have grown to rely on each other. Um, It has just been so beautiful to see, Um, and I think the cool thing about that is once they got comfortable, um, talking about God and the Bible was just so easy. It was just so... Part of our community, um, and there's no fear of asking questions or anything like that. So yeah.
0: well, that's great. And you know, I just say for both of you guys, you do such a wonderful job of uh, investing in the students, and uh, I think really drawing out, like Tracy said, their personality and mm-hmm. uh, allowing them to express themselves. Uh, but I think even more exciting, express how they feel about God in mm-hmm. kind of like their own voice and. Uh, in their own skin. Um, So, um, Josh, for uh, a parent myself wanting to follow along with what um, my student is doing, um, what's the best way for me to do that?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting question you say that because this is, you know, we've been in student ministry all these years, and this is our first year, uh, school year, of having a student in student ministry with us. (laughs) So Wyatt's been in student ministry with us, and uh, not that we didn't care about, you know, what what parents were concerned about before, but I think we're like more intimately connected and concerned about it. But so, so this year, you know, when we think about what, how can parents follow along? I think, first of all, it's the foundations book using that new Testament foundations book. Um, if you don't have one, I believe we have the resources for everybody in, in your family to have one. Um, and, you know, I would encourage you to have your family do this at home. Um, our kids are doing their best to, to do their reading each morning. And, and then uh, Tracy Tracy can talk more about how that works. But I think for parents to follow along is just really do that reading and talk about it.
2: Yeah, we have absolutely loved it. We did the Foundations book that last year. We started it really midway. And everyone has their own book. There's a book for each age group. Um, well, for students and then for kids. And before breakfast, everybody has their Bible study time independently, and then during breakfast, we just spend time talking about it, Mm. Um, and that has created such a really cool um, just atmosphere that we start our day in the Word, we start our day praying, and we have really grown in our knowledge and wisdom of the Lord and with each other. Um, I have seen uh, fruit from that in my children in the way that they respond to each other the way mm. that um, they love each other, mm. which is so unique, um, and I really have seen that um, really come out of our conversations. Um, that really started with the foundations book.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's it's sometimes it, it it feels like it's hard to develop a culture where you're talking about the most important things. So talking about the Bible, and and I think one of the things that uh, foundations does particularly well is. It, it sort of helps develop that culture and, um, and so then it just becomes part of your regular routine mm-hmm. and it's just something we do. We talk about the Bible every day and, uh, and then like, like you said, it just produces a fruit in the life of your family, which mm-hmm. is some of the most exciting fruit to see you know come forth. So um, Josh, um, I have some news for you) <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Do tell. <laughs> uh, you are stepping down as the student <laughs> pastor. Has what? anybody told you that? Is that right? I had <laughs> yes. <I'm> no idea. <laughs> uh, look, I, I know that you've shared quite a bit uh, about it to the church, but uh, maybe for those who have not heard or um, maybe might still have questions, um, could you share just sort of how that decision came about?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that for Tracy and I, as we've we've been praying through this for probably a year and a half. Um, uh, But we've been in bivocational ministry for approaching eight years now and we've loved it. And when I say bivocational, that means that, you know, we have a, I have a full-time job outside of church and then I'm a part-time pastor here. Uh, For some of you that might be new information, but but I do have a full-time job outside of church. And uh, so I work for an educational nonprofit. We work with public schools and uh, we kind of, bring schools, business, and community leaders together with the goal of helping to prepare students for college and career. Um, And I love that job. Over the years, I've been really blessed to get promotions and more opportunities, which also means that it's been more demanding on my time. And we also have four kids, which sometimes feels like 400, um, but with more and more stuff going on as they get older. Like right now, we have three of them playing basketball in, in rec league. So, Um, You know, so there's just a lot going on, you know, and and I realized a while back that I was pushing myself too far You know, I was worn out physically uh, Emotionally and and even spiritually Um, And I wasn't leaving room for my relationship with the lord uh, And for time with our family that that I needed So uh, i've always said from the beginning from even the time tracy and I first got married that I I wouldn't sacrifice my family on the altar of ministry uh if that makes sense and and so we just felt like it was time for me to step back from a paid role at church um you know and to be able to devote more time to family and devote more time to for me just to my personal relationship with the lord and and getting myself kind of right spiritually physically emotionally um but the good news is we're staying at fairview uh we're not going anywhere Matt's pastor Matt has asked me asked me to stay on as a lay pastor, which that means that I'll I'll still be uh, be able to do some of the things that a pastor would do. I'll still preach on occasion as Matt needs, and visit folks if needed. Teach you know for you or for the incoming student pastor as needed, and really just support the church uh, and the the paid pastors as needed. So uh, you know we're excited about that, um, and we're excited about what the Lord's going to do. Uh, through that op- opportunity and giving us more time together as a family, yeah, uh,
0: awesome. Uh, well, let me speak for the church. Um, you know, since you've made that decision, uh, I've heard on multiple occasions uh, just how thankful um, church members are for you, but really for both of you guys. And they see um, the investment that you make in their in their students and. I think the genuineness that you do it. And so I want to thank you guys so much. And so let me ask you a a question, maybe start with Tracy. Uh, What's next for you guys?
2: Well, that's a good question. We are really, we don't know. We're praying through it, um, asking the Lord uh, for guidance. But I think we do know that um, we love it here and and God has called us here for now. And for me, I love my high school girls. (laughs) So (laughs) I... my intent is to stay with them and to keep, keep doing discipleship with them.
1: Yeah, great. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm excited about that because I know how much Tracy, how much it means to Tracy to be a part of that and how much the the girls have been impacted. Um, and for me, I'm excited for what's next. You know, once the student pastor is is hired, the, the new person is hired. Um, I'm excited to help get him on board and show him kind of the ropes and support him as he begins to lead the Fairview student ministry. And, um, and as much as, as he you know, would, would want or, or need, I'm happy to you know, kind of mentor him or you know, just give him some advice from, from this old guy who's been in, in student ministry for a long time. and Very old guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, like, like Tracy said, we're, we're praying through it. You know, I think we've been in full or part time. We've been in like paid ministry for a long, long time. And so this is different for us. Um, but I think it's a, a, it's a season for us to, to be able to kind of lean back a little bit and be refreshed by the Lord uh, and, and then, you know, uh, see what God has prepared for us next.
0: That's great. Well, we're just about out of time. Uh, but one of the things that we like to do for our church members is to uh, offer them um, great resources and uh, given your guys position and really just how great uh, you are with your own children, do you have some resources you might recommend them?
2: Um, yes, I have two. Um, I read these um, for myself, and they were so incredibly helpful. Um, the first one, The Key to Your Child's Heart by Gary Smalley. Um, an older lady gave this to me, and in her wisdom, it was so incredibly helpful. Gave me very tangible ways to create contract, I guess, for our family, mm-hmm. just a projection of what we were going for, our goals as a family. And then the second was um, Raising Grateful Kids in an Entitled World by Kristen Welch. And that, I think, speaks for itself. It yeah. was wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I,
1: I read that second one that she mentioned, and it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, so I would encourage even even the dads to read that one, or both of them. Um, but the other one I was going to recommend is, is uh, it's actually a fiction, uh, but Chronicles of Narnia. Mm. Um, we've read that. We haven't read through all of them. We've tried a couple times. Well, we've read at least the first two or three books together, and there's so much. First of all, they're just incredible stories, Um, and you know it's it's just fun to read together. And but there's so much in there uh, that are lessons about what the Bible teaches. You know, C.S. Lewis was just a master writer, uh, and you know he wrote other other works that I would encourage you to read, like uh, *Mere Christianity*, which is such an important book for me. But uh, yeah, *Chronicles of Narnia* was just so much fun to read through. Um, and, and I think it's one of those that you can, you can help. It, it begins to help teach your, your children and your students how to uh, evaluate stories in light of God's Word. Now, that particular one happens to line up with God's Word for the most part, um, but it's, it's just a, a fun story to read, too.
0: Yeah, those are excellent. And so uh, for the listeners, uh, what we'll do is uh, in the podcast notes, uh, we will share links to those different resources for you to check out um, later. Well, we are just about out of time, and again, it has been good to hang out with the it couple of Fairview. (laughs) Right. Yes. Uh, But I have one last question. Uh, We like to close our podcast with a random question, and so uh, the only rule is that you have to answer it uh, sort of quickly without too much thought. Got it?
2: Mm.
0: Sure. Sure. (laughs) If you had to pick only one, and you can only pick one, and you can't mix these together, thought I might clarify for Josh here. Uh, If you can only pick one, cookie, cake, or ice cream, and then what kind?
1: I I can answer that for both of us.
2: Good, because I can't. Um, I want them all.
1: Well, for Tracy, it would be a Food Lion yellow cake (laughs) with, is it buttercream icing?
2: Buttercream icing.
1: Buttercream icing. It's like just the most basic cake, but it's really, really good. Hold
2: on. See if I can answer yours. Yeah. Sunny Skies ice cream. Is that right?
1: You're, you're on the right track. You're on the right and track. And the flavor
2: being um, oatmeal cookie. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: That's, that's the
0: best. That's impressive. Yeah. We know each other. Yeah. We
2: know how we like to eat. <laughs>
0: I right. won't ask you to guess mine. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's just a good German chocolate cake. Mm, mm. With I'm coconut? Yes, yeah, nice and gooey. Mm. Even when I like uh, the box cake that has it like mixed into the cake itself. The whole thing is just a, a pile of goo. It's <laughs> the best kind of goo, though. <laughs> Nothing like a good pile of goo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Josh and Tracy, thank you guys so much for joining me today. And until next time, Fairview, may we exist to make disciples of Jesus Christ.